Chapter 14 of Our Vanishing Wildlife. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Our Vanishing Wildlife by William T. Hornaday. Chapter 14 The Bird Tragedy on Laysan Island. This chapter is a curtain dropper to the preceding chapter. As a clearly cut concrete case, the reader will find it unique and unsurpassed. It should be of lively interest to every American because the tragedy occurred on American territory. In the faraway North Pacific Ocean, about 700 miles from Honolulu, west by north, lies the small island of Laysan. It is level, sandy, poorly planted by nature, and barren of all things likely to enlist the attention of predatory man. To the harassed birds of mid-ocean, it seemed like a secure haven, and for ages past, it has been inhabited only by them. There, several species of seabirds, large and small, have found homes and breeding places. Until 1909, the inhabitants consisted of the Laysan albatross, black-footed albatross, sooty tern, gray-backed tern, noddy tern, Hawaiian tern, white tern, bonin petrel, two shearwaters, the red-tailed tropic bird, two boobies, and the man-of-war bird. Laysan Island is two miles long by one and one-half miles broad, and at times it has been literally covered with birds. Its bird life was first brought prominently to notice in 1891 by Henry Palmer, the agent of Honorable Walter Rothschild, and in 1902 and 1903, Walter K. Fisher and W. A. Bryan made further observations. Ever since 1891, the bird life on Laysan has been regarded as one of the wonders of the bird world. One of the photographs taken prior to 1909 shows a vast plain, apparently a square mile in area, covered and crowded with Laysan albatrosses. They stand there on the level sand, serene, bulky, and immaculate. Thousands of birds appear in one view, a very remarkable sight. Naturally, man, the ever-greedy, began to cast about four ways by which to convert some product of that feathered host into money. At first, guano and eggs were collected. A tramway was laid down and small box cars were introduced, in which the collected material was piled and pushed down to the packing place. For several years this went on, and the birds themselves were not molested. At last, however, a tentacle of the feather trade octopus reached out to Laysan. In an evil moment in the spring of 1909, a predatory individual of Honolulu and elsewhere named Max Schlemmer decided that the wings of those albatross, gulls and terns should be torn off and sent to Japan, whence they would undoubtedly be shipped to Paris, the special market for the wings of seabirds slaughtered in the North Pacific. Schlemmer the slaughterer bought a cheap vessel, hired 23 phlegmatic and cold-blooded Japanese laborers and organized a raid on Laysan. With the utmost secrecy, he sailed from Honolulu, landed his bird killers upon the seabird wonderland, 
and turned them loose upon the birds. For several months they slaughtered diligently and without mercy. Apparently, it was the ambition of Schlemmer to kill every bird on the island. By the time the bird butchers had accumulated between three and four carloads of wings, and the carnage was half finished, William E. Bryan, professor of zoology in the College of Honolulu, heard of it and promptly wired the United States government. Without the loss of a moment, the Secretary of the Navy dispatched the revenue cutter Titus to the shambles of Laysan. When Captain Jacobs arrived, he found that in round numbers about 300,000 birds had been destroyed, and all that remained of them were several acres of bones and dead bodies, and about three carloads of wings, feathers and skins. It was evident that Slemmer's intention was to kill all the birds on the island, and only the timely arrival of the Tatus frustrated the bloody plan. The twenty-three Japanese poachers were arrested and taken to Honolulu for trial, and the Tatus also brought away all the stolen wings and plumage, with the exception of one shed full of wings that had to be left behind on account of lack of carrying space. That old shed, with one end torn out and supposed to contain nearly 50,000 pairs of wings, was photographed by Professor Dill in 1911, as shown herewith. 300,000 albatrosses, gulls, terns, and other birds were butchered to make a Schlemmer holiday. Had the arrival of the Tatus been delayed, it is reasonably certain that every bird on Laysan would have been killed to satisfy the wolfish rapacity of one money-grubbing white man. In 1911, the Iowa State University dispatched to Laysan a scientific expedition in charge of Professor Homer R. Dill. The party landed on the island on April 24 and remained until June 5. And the report of Professor Dill, U.S. Department of Agriculture, is consumedly interesting to the friends of birds. Here is what he has said regarding the evidences of bird slaughter. Our first impression of Laysan was that the poachers had stripped the place of bird life. An area of over 300 acres on each side of the buildings was apparently abandoned. Only the sheer waters moaning in their burrows, the little wingless rail skulking from one grass tussock to another, and the saucy finch remained. It is an excellent example of what Professor Nutting calls the survival of the inconspicuous. Here on every side are bones bleaching in the sun, showing where the poachers had piled the bodies of the birds as they stripped them of wings and feathers. In the old open guano shed were seen the remains of hundreds and possibly thousands of wings which were placed there but never cured for shipping as the marauders were interrupted in their work. An old cistern back of one of the buildings tells a story of cruelty that surpasses anything else done by these heartless sanguinary pirates, not accepting the practice of cutting wings from living birds and leaving them to die of hemorrhage. In this dry cistern, the living birds were kept by hundreds to slowly starve to death. In this way, the fatty tissue lying next to the skin was used up, and the skin was left quite free from grease, so that 
it required little or no cleaning during preparation. Many other revolting sights, such as the remains of young birds that had been left to starve, and birds with broken legs and deformed beaks were to be seen. Killing clubs, nets, and other implements used by these marauders were lying all about. Hundreds of boxes to be used in shipping the bird skins were packed in an old building. It was very evident they intended to carry on their slaughter as long as the birds lasted. Not only did they kill and skin the larger species, but they caught and caged the finch, honey eater, and miller bird. Cages and material for making them were found. Report of an expedition to Laysan Island in 1911 by Homer Ardell, page 12. The report of Professor Bryan contains the following pertinent paragraphs. This wholesale killing has had an appalling effect on the colony. It is conservative to say that fully one half the number of birds of both species of albatross that were so abundant everywhere in 1903 have been killed. The colonies that remain are in a sadly decimated condition. Over a large part of the island in some sections, a hundred acres in a place that ten years ago were thickly inhabited by albatrosses, not a single bird remains, while heaps of the slain lie as mute testimony of the awful slaughter of these beautiful, harmless, and without doubt beneficial inhabitants of the high seas. While the main activity of the plume hunters was directed against the albatrosses, they were by no means averse to killing anything in the bird line that came in their way. Fortunately, serious as were the depredations of the poachers, their operations were interrupted before any of the species had been completely exterminated. But the work of the evil genius of Laysan did not stop with the slaughter of 300,000 birds. Mr. Schlemmer introduced rabbits and guinea pigs, and these rapidly multiplying rodents now are threatening to consume every plant on the island. If the plants disappear, many of the insects will go with them, and this will mean the disappearance of the small insectivorous birds. In February 1909, President Roosevelt issued an executive order creating the Hawaiian Islands Reservation for Birds. In this are included Laysan and 12 other islands and reefs, some of which are inhabited by birds that are well worth preserving. By this act, we may feel that for the future, the birds of Laysan and neighboring islets are secure from further attacks by the bloody-handed agents of the Wayne women who still insist upon wearing the wings and feathers of wild birds. End of chapter 14